This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Edge of Sleep listeners. My name is Jonathan Straley, and I am stoked to tell you about Q-Code's new show, Ronstadt. The show stars fellow YouTubers Rhett and Link, from Good Mythical Morning, of course. And like Edge of Sleep... It's another immersive, spooky thriller. This one with a side order of laughs about a 911 phone jockey named, what else, Ronstadt, whose night job leads him deep into Side B, a world filled with magic, monsters, and all things mythical. Trust me, Edge of Sleep listeners, this is one you won't want to miss. Check out this special clip from episode one, and hey, luckily for you, all Ronstadt episodes are available to binge today. Cute Code, Wood Elf, and Mythical present Ronstadt, starring Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal, created by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Episode 1, Shadows of the Night. Hello, listeners. Be advised the show uses immersive audio. It may seem like sounds are coming from around or behind you. Please use caution when operating a motor vehicle. The following episode contains depictions of violence that may be triggering for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's coming down the hall. I'm with you. I'm not hanging up. It's getting closer. You need to hide somewhere, okay? Don't let that it thing... Doesn't... It doesn't even have a face, but... It can't see me. It can't see me! Stop! We can't start here. Shit's too heavy. Sketched out kid? That's clearly not a cat in the background. And who's this dude on the phone? I mean, it's me, but... Nope. Let's start... Here, 18 months ago, small town smack in the middle of nowhere, miles of fields and barns and goats, and this. Ooh, ice cream! Nana's Super Splits, an ice cream stand. I'm the one in the apron with the bright blonde hair sticking out in every direction like electrified linguini. The name's Ronstadt. Sweet old lady next to me, that's Nana. No relation, but we made a hell of a team. Nana sliced the bananas, scooped the ice cream, pumped the chocolate sauce, and me? Ready for you, sweetie. I put the cherry on top. That's it. That was my job. 
Nana was allergic to the cherries, those chemicals that keep them preserved. At least that's what she told me. I think she just liked my company, and I liked hers. Few more for you, Ronnie. Give him your magic touch. Thinking back, it's wild. I don't remember exactly how I ended up in that tiny shop in that tiny town. Certain things are fuzzy as lint. But I knew mom and dad were long gone. It was down to me. No matter, I embraced the quiet life. Man, I'm rocking. Rocking in a chair. If only it had stayed that way. Got a lot of customers, son. Keep those cherries hopping. Would I let you down, Nana? That sick sound was inside of me. Oh! And that one was coming out of me. My eyes looked like a couple of cartoon fried eggs. Every inch of my body felt like it was marinating in mouthwash. And not the cheap shit, the super tingly stuff. I tried to hide it. You okay, Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. But by the third week, and the 13th attack, forget the cherry on top. I was putting the scary on top. You're really spooking me, kid. I'm sorry, Nana. I'm so sorry. Poor woman. For a banana split second, I thought I was gonna give her a heart attack. So I ran and kept on running, leaving the quiet life for the painfully loud life. And over the next month, sleeping wherever and eating whatever, I discovered that this troubling new sensation came with a truly whack menu of side effects. Dizziness, dumb dreams, frequent boners. And besides all that, a voice popped in my head. Some cleaning up, my friend. Who, who is that? And it never popped out. <laughs> what was happening to me? Puberty, the sequel, type 17 diabetes? I went to urgent care, got no answers. Ah, uh, there's nothing we can do for you. Saw a shrink? Frankly, I'm at a loss. Got depressed, even tracked down a shaman in the Mojave. Oh no, back off, man. He took one look at me and yeah! But just when I considered feeding myself to something large and hairy at the zoo. Excuse me, which way did the big cats? Lions are up ahead on the left. It stopped. Boom. No more Listerine blood. Was I back to normal? Was I gonna stay that way? Sick of drifting, I rolled into Los Angeles. Excuse me, is this Vegas? But not for the first time. I would wander onto Hollywood Boulevard, check out some dead celebrity stars, Louis Armstrong and Neil Armstrong. I salute you. Then I'd hop on a bus, only to get two miles out of town and take a train straight back. It's stop Los Angeles. Something about the city kept pulling me back in. I couldn't fight it, so I dropped my gloves and stayed. Fast forward. Few weeks later, I'm perched in the window of this dive hotel, eating takeout, minding my own beeswax, when my eyes catch a tall, skinny woman crossing the busy street. Maybe it was her bright yellow bathrobe, her kinky saunter. She reaches the sidewalk and steps up. No big deal. She reaches the hotel, steps up again. Big deal. 
because I mean she steps right onto the side of the building and keeps walking up the brick wall like she's got Velcro feet. What the shit? No one else was looking. The cop on the corner, kids on the bus, not even the perv with the binoculars in room eight. Not because this wasn't breaking news. I was the only one who could see her. And as she crept closer, I could really see her. All bony, black eyes, that crooked smile. She nodded what was left of her rotten head at me and walked on by. No, I didn't finish my low main. And this time, I didn't bother with the so-called professionals, but whatever. That was the grand opening of me hearing and seeing things I should not. I don't mean your cousin in her birthday suit or the secret to the Colonel's chicken. I'm talking shit you don't yak about unless you plan on being locked up. Cause since that day, I've seen a bat-winged whatchamacallit sharpen its teeth on the roof of Tico's Tacos. I've watched a pigtailed tween turn green and shout at the family minivan till the whole thing melted into the driveway, with her mommy still in it. I call it my Kradar. My ability to detect and observe all things crazy. Kradar! Whether it's monstrous or maddening, my antenna is up. And so, I walk the dark. Hear the danger. See the damned if I know. Why me? What does it all mean? Could be I'm just losing my marbles. Anything is possible, man. But right now, strutting down Broadway, I'm feeling it. So much, I think I deserve a theme song. It would go something like this. I was feeling pretty good about myself back there, huh? Talking big, strutting around. Wait, why am I slumped over a bar? What happened to the guy with the theme song? Well, we're still jumping around. Thought you could use a sip of how my first year in Los Angeles looked. And no, I'm not in here for the ukulele music. I'm gonna finish this Mai Tai. Do I even like these things? We love them, brother. No, Ronstadt, what we were just talking about. What are you gonna do about staying alive? Alive? It's worse than I thought. You know what I mean. Paying rent, buying food. A year ago when you and your hair first showed up, you told me you were gonna carve out a real life here. What happened to your job at that, uh, magic shop? The occult bookstore? I told people not to buy the books. Surprised you didn't get a raise. Monty, those books are full of it. Ghost hunters, troll chasers, more like cash grabbers and con artists. I know the truth. 
And how do you know the truth if it isn't in those books? Well, that's what freaks me. I know, and at the same time, I don't know. I can just feel what's true and what's been pulled out of the back of somebody's pants. But I couldn't tell you how or why. Right. Just like your special power of perception. What do you call it? The power I have that you don't believe in? Kradar. Kradar. No, I don't. I just saw a roach woman in Walgreens. It was a spider baby in Rite Aid. Forget what I believe. Play the game, man. Go big. You're in LA. Just hold a press conference and declare yourself the paranormal pro to the stars. Gonna need another one of these. That is a good idea, man. You know, chase the banshees from Harry Styles' driveway, perform an exorcism on Cardi B's ass. Now that would take considerably more taekwondo and muscle mass and ambition than I have on hand. Hey, I didn't always believe I could run my own bar. And yet, here we are. So, what are you gonna run with, Ronstadt? Huh. I, uh... Come on, over a thousand Mai Tais consumed? We can't have my number one customer camping out under the pier, can we? Excuse me, can I get a... Hold on a sec, sister. I'm waiting for my unconventional friend here to positively blow my mind with the next thing out of his mouth. I... Um... I... Nope, I didn't just give birth on my bar stool. I yanked the cherry from my drink straight out of my mouth. Monty wasn't impressed, but she was right. I needed to stay alive. And so, it wasn't long before my Kradar and I cut a path to here. Emergency call center, Koreatown. 911, what's your emergency? I became a phone jockey for 911. Officer needed on Western Boulevard. Night shift. Clock in when most of the city's nodding off, clock out when they're scrambling eggs. But I don't answer calls of broken bones and brush fires. Hello? Uh, I think there's a gremlin in my garage! I handle the 9 what's your freaky The calls you can't solve with a SWAT team or an ambulance. Evening, Ronstadt. Nice boots. Hello, Sunhee. Sunhee digs me, but somebody else has got me stashed in a cramped, dingy, and defunct service elevator at the ass end of this joint. Somebody who made sure my work phone is pink plastic and looks like it was ripped from a dollhouse. Just to drive home the point they think my position here is a joke. And here comes that somebody, my supervisor. You can always hear his cheap lopers before you see him. All right now, Rudolph, this is the main dispatch room. Oh, it's Ruben? But I kinda go by Estevez. Boss man's name is Timothy Oliver O'Leary, or as I call him, T-O-O-L Tool. Dubbed him that on day one, trapped in his office, biting my tongue. Yeah, we're jumping again. <sighs> okay, let me tell you something, all right? We are the guardian angels of the city of angels, and I take that extremely seriously. Every night we're fighting mudslides and bomb threats and car wrecks, so I don't need a bunch of horse pucky calls clogging up my lines. And lately, there's been an uptick in horse pucky. Now, I know that you don't have the counseling certification or crisis training we typically require, but Mr. Rembrandt... Ronstadt. All right, whatever. You say that you have a stomach for fairy tales. So that's all I need. Now, here's what I'm gonna do. 
I'm gonna filter all the fruitcakes and we're gonna transfer them to your extension, which will leave the bona fide emergencies to my crack team of dispatchers. And I expect you to finish your calls on the phone. We are not scrambling any units to encourage the fools that call you. All right? Got it. Okay. Anyway, Sonny's got some papers for you to sign on the way out. Thanks. Yeah, wait, wait, one thing. I just, I don't care that you seem to believe all this nonsense, but can you tell me why? I mean, is there anything at all you could point to that might convince me? Well, I don't have a Keebler elf in my back pocket, if that's what you mean, but let me ask you this. All right. You put out some kind of notice you were hiring for a new position, right? Of course. Well, I never saw it. I just got this overwhelming feeling I should come in. Like something was waiting for me here. Something meant for me and no one else. <laughs> Seriously? You got a feeling and you just came to my office? Well, that's ridiculous. But whatever. I assure you, there were plenty other applicants. And I'm guessing they all hard pass when she actually explained the job, right? The late hours, the loony calls. Tell me I'm wrong. You know what? Enjoy the dead eye shift, Rodstad. And do not disturb my professionals. <sighs> Four months later, nothing's changed. Oh yeah, we're done jumping. And here's some of the team. Shit. Tool's introducing the new guy to everyone. Think I'll force a piss here and avoid the small talk. Wakita, Jerry, this is Ruben. He's joining the late shift. Hi, Ruben. Hey, Ruben. Nice to meet you. I'm Jerry. Hi. What's up? Oh, hey, someone actually works inside that old elevator? Uh, yeah, although works might be too strong a word for what they do. The pink phone is a trip. Is that even for adults? Can I get one? No, you do not want a pink phone. Trust me. Hey. The new guy. Damn it. Hey. I'm Estevez. Started tonight? Oh, um, how's about we shake once we don't have wiener hands? <laughs> deal. Sorry. So, I'm Ruben, but you can call me Estevez. Ronstadt. Ah, we both do the last name as first name maneuver. A sensational hair, by the way. I, I want to touch it. It reminds me of that, uh, uh, that singer, uh, lady, the, the one in the Mad Max movie with all those dirty kids. Tina Turner, yeah. Um, usually get Rod Stewart. Uh, I'm going Tina. Yeah, I like it, though. Thanks. Um, I like your suspenders. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, it's not for fashion. I can't do belts. Belts press on you. I have evil stomach issues, bro. Then I guess you're gonna be spending a lot of time in here. What? Uh, bathroom. <laughs> hey, hey, you're funny. It's IBS. Lactose intolerance? Huh. I know, a Mexican with IBS. I sit there eating crackers while my family goes buck wild on chimichangas and tamales. It, ugh, it's murder, man. I'll trade you. What's that? I'll trade you? My IBS for your ESP. Um. Sorry, the office manager? What, what's her name? Sun He. Such a nice lady. And she said you had some, like, extra sense or something? Uh, well, hey, Jerry. Tight fit in here, gents. Uh, just squeeze by you. Let's take this out of the toilet. Step out here on the balcony. You got it. 
No, it's it's not ESP. It's it's like my own thing. Um, I I get these intense sensations, this sort of awareness of strange things being around. I mean, it's tough to explain. It sounds like a superpower to me. Then I'm doing a pretty crappy job describing it. Um, it's not cool. It's more disturbing. Well, what happened? You get bit by like a toxic weasel or something? Huh? How'd you get the power? Uh, no, I... Come on, give me an origin story. I... I was making a banana split. See? Don't mess with the dairy. Well, I don't know anyone who can do what you do. My tia, Aunt Valentina, she has like premonitions. And my friend Faye, she's pretty in all that supernatural stuff, but she doesn't have your spidey sense. And it's more like her hobby, not her career. Oh, this isn't my career. It can't be. Eventually, I'm going to do something. I hear you. Like, I also do these metal sculptures. Kind of arty. And I want to get into building props for the movies, you know? But right now, I need something steady. Plus, I actually love talking on the phone. How about you? Mm. Still warming up to it. Hey, so what are calls like, man? Hey, talk me through a night. I don't know. It does seem to be taking you seriously, though. When was the last time anyone did that? Okay, well... I have different names for different types of calls. I, I classify them. I guess I do it for my own kicks. Now, seven out of ten are what I refer to as bone calls. Bogus, not one pub of truth. Callers are drunk, high, or nuts. Too many pills are not enough. Sir, this is important. I am becoming the invisible woman. Right. So, uh, are you like halfway invisible at this point, or? No, well, I, 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 I'm not certain, but I feel invisible. Neat. And when was the last time you looked in the mirror? Uh, oh, oh, I, I can't say I've looked in the mirror. How about you go check right now and tell me what you see? Oh, uh, sir, I, I see me, all of me. Oh. Well, what do you know about that? <laughs> then you got your dick dialers. Dick dialers? They're calling you with their... No, they're still BS, but the caller isn't sauced or insane. They're just straight up intentionally dicking with me. And being in LA with all the wannabe actors and would-be comedians brunching it up on every corner, I get a ton of them. It's so crazy, dude. My buddy just ate a bunch of expired baby food, and now he can't stop acting like a baby. Ew! You pooping? Dude, I'm a baby. He's crapping himself. Dude! That sounds extreme. Hey, but don't sweat it. I just punched the code red button here on my desk. There's gonna be an ambulance, a fire truck, and a couple of squad cars at your frat house any Wait, minute. Hold on, you don't have to do that. Dude, hang on. Then you got your daydream believers. People so hungry to experience something extraordinary, they convince themselves they actually did. And so, I tell you, there's something living under my bed. A monster. Um, no, 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 no. I don't call it that. It's my enchanted creature, and I have evidence. Proof positive, huh? I leave a bit of food beneath the box spring each night before sleep, and when I wake up, the hot dog slices or pretzel sticks have all been eaten up. And guess what the creature leaves behind in return? I wouldn't dare. Chocolate chips! Oodles of them in cute little piles. I think they're dark chocolate. <laughs> okay, well, well, maybe hold off on mixing those into your pancakes. And then, 
See what happens if you stick a rat trap under your bed. Finally, every so often, I get a call that clocks in somewhere between shit and legit. Don't tell me. The shit. You're quick. There's some fact to the fiction, but it's tough to dissect. You're blowing my mind, Ronstadt. But what about true calls? You know, the real scary horror stuff? The true calls. That's the problem. I'm not getting the real stuff, and it's killing me. I've seen things that would give Rambo projectile squirts. I mean, Iron Maiden album covers come to life. So where the hell is all the hell? a.m. This shift will not end. It's been bone call, bone call, dick dialer, sun heat dishing out leftover casserole, bone call. Then two hours of nothing. Barbie, my pink phone, went quiet on me. Got so dry, Tool made me online birthday shop for his twins, boogie boards. Am I giving off Baywatch vibes? Ooh, I love that show. You would. I need a snack. Your husband is stuck? Okay, miss. Are you pulling as hard as you can? Estevez, can you cover for me? Please hold. No problemo. Hey, wait, Ronstadt. Hey, what color am I thinking of? It's not ESP, man. I don't know, blue. Dude! The break room vending machine only tosses napalm on my night. Tool pockets a few pennies by stocking it with shitty generic snacks. Let's see here. Peanut N and N's or Chill Ranch Toritos. Brasa, there you are. You got a call. What now? I really can't take another meth head seeing a 666 in a seven-layer burrito. No, man. It's a kid. She sounds terrified. Ronstadt, what's your freaky? I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Um, I'm here to help you, my child. My child? Don't be weird. There's this thing, and it's after me, and it's on the walls and on the floor, and it's fast and mean, and I know it wants to hurt me. Sorry, please, try to calm down. Can you tell me your name? Kimmy. Kimmy. Is that with an I-E at the end? Who cares? Spell it with 15 Zs and a tuba chapstick. Remember the fast, mean monster? It's with a Y. Why? Great. Are you alone, Kimmy? Yes. My mom's at work, and my big brother went somewhere. I don't know. He doesn't tell me anything. Okay, Kimmy. Now what exactly are you seeing? It's... It's like a shadow. Except without a body attached to it. But it goes anywhere it wants. A shadow. In a sort of... floating? Sometimes. But it's also like oozing. It's like black paint. It's not wet. And it's... Sounds like a snake, one that swallowed electricity or something. It came under our front door. Oh no. What is it, Kimmy? It's coming down the hall. I'm with you. I'm not hanging up. It's getting closer. You need to hide somewhere, okay? Don't let that it thing. Doesn't... It doesn't even have a face, but it can't see me. Kimmy? Uh, you... Help me! 
got this. Not now. I feel so... tingly. It's been a while. <sighs> hey, Rossett, you cool? Why did this sensation bother me so much before? Hey, you! Hey, buddy! Voice in my head. What? You got this. Ha! The scared kid and the scary monster? Not so much. Trust me. You have all you need, my friend. I do? I do. You're right. This thing? It's not just a shadow. It's... A vile lurk. How do I know that? Hello? I'm here, Kimmy. Hey, you want me to get you some help? No, thanks. Kimmy, where are you now? In my bedroom closet. But I can hear it. Downstairs, I think. I stuffed my Pikachu blanket under the door. Maybe though. That's not gonna stop it. You need light. The biggest, hottest, goddamn, sorry, the, the brightest light you can find. Then you park yourself in its glow. Got it? Ronstadt, how do you know this shit? That's a problem. The power went out. There are no lights in the house. I think that's why it stopped chasing me for a minute. So it could take out the power. Then I need you to get outside. Kimmy, get under the nearest street light. You understand? I don't know. You'll have to make a run for it. And stay on the phone. We're gonna do this together. Ready? Okay. Don't leave me. Not a chance. Now. One, two, three. Go! Run, Kimmy! Go, Kimmy, go! Is the girl okay? Kimmy! Talk to me, kid. No. I'm here. But that thing, it's gone. Are you sure? A big truck drove by, and its lights hit the shadow. Then, it flew off. <sighs> Great job, Kimmy. You did it. And you did it too, brother. Ooh, Ron said, you need to come up with a name for that kind of call. New guy, Ronstadt. What the hell is this? The bad hair club? <laughs> it really is horrible. Your hair. Get back to work. <laughs> Crazy. We're in there all those hours, and the sun's barely up. You'll get used to it. Bye, everyone. See you. Thanks, Ronstadt. honey. So long. Good night. Good See you guys. It was nice to meet you. Bye. Yeah, I told you so. What's that? Your condition? It's a superpower. I don't know, man. And saving that girl? That was the cherry on top. That's one way to put it. Well, hey, it's been real. <laughs> That's a double meaning thing. Meeting you, and the phone call. I copy. Well, I'll see you tomorrow, Ronstan. You'll see me tonight. Tonight. You know what? I've been looking for ways to juice up my life. It's been pretty boring lately. 
But I got a feeling that with you around, that's gonna change. I've got a feeling too. Like, maybe I should have been more careful about what I wish for. Because now I'm gonna get it. stars Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal with Elizabeth Cato, Carol Herman, Clay Bennett, Stevie Wynn-Levine, Betsy Sue, Mark DiCarlo, Michael Cienfuegos, Raul Ceballos, Renee Mujica, Sarah Roddenbaugh, Adam MacArthur, Rukmeni K. Desai, Richard Epcar, Carly Rothenberg, Jeffrey Kennedy, Jonathan Straley, and Mara Schuster-Lefkowitz. Created by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Written directed by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Executive produced by Rhett McLaughlin, Link Neal, Stevie Wynn-Levine, Mallory Schwartz, Rob Herding, and David Henning. Co-executive producers Chris Ferguson and Andrew Levine. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez and Marlena Ma. Co-producers Jacob Moncrief and Michelle Zarate. Associate producer Jenna Purdy. Supervising producers, Sandra Yi Ling and Shin Yin He Yu. Original music and composition by Mike McGinnis. Q-Code Head of Music, Darren Johnson. Q-Code Head of Mixing, Ben Milchev. Audio Engineering by Ryan Walsh, Ben Milchev, and Neely Octoring. Edited by Braden McCluskey. Sound Design by Umberto Corte. Sound Mix by Eugenio Battaglia. Casting by Sunday Bowling and Meg Mormon. Assistant Director, Kelsey Adams. Script Supervisor, Liam Hoops. Welfare Worker, Valerie Pritzlaff. Assistant Engineering by Beatrice Noronha. Additional Editing by Matthew Smalley. Sound Effects Editing by Christophe Classe and Alex Lara Peralta. Production Coordinators, Brandon Weisner and Anna Basha Yoakum. Post Coordinator, Rachel Yanover. Production Assistants, Nathan Yan, Bailey Grayson and Jillian Avenas. Production Legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting, Pin Chen Liu. Produced in association with Oddfellows Post. Bronstadt is a Q-Code, Wood Elf, and Mythical production. Hi, just checking in. And seeing if you might want to step away from the noise of the world for just a moment and connect back to you. If so, join me on my podcast, Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion, where we'll explore mindfulness, self-love, and personal growth as I share practical insights and tools to hopefully help inspire you to start to take charge of your mental and emotional well-being. Search for Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening now. Have you ever surfed message boards for hitmen? Ever wanted to know what the absolute worst way to die would be? Ever interviewed a CIA scientist who studied mind control? Did you know there's a half man, half goat who controls a ghost train in Kentucky? Shit, I think we're losing them. Quick, say something normal. Life's hard. Bring some levity to the day-to-day hauntings that plague us all and fall face first into a good old-fashioned mystery with us, Nat and Allie. Welcome to Let's Get Haunted, a paranormal comedy podcast that's guaranteed to scare you almost as much as it makes you laugh. We go deep when 
in researching our stories, like the time Allie commissioned a scuba diver to explore a haunted shipwreck. Or the time Nat went on the dark web to crack a conspiracy. We fuck up our internet search history so you don't have to. With deep dives into famous historical mysteries, conspiracies, ghost stories, folklore, urban legends, and much, much more. And the best part? We don't take ourselves too seriously. We're just two friends who love to explore the mysterious side of life. And tell you a little bit about our personal hauntings while we're at it. So, what are you waiting for? Get haunted with us every Wednesday. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye! Bye.